0: Yes, we we are. Uh, I well, you know, I, I I think I think we're back. Hof- hopefully we're back. If you're joining us, I think we're back, right, we're guys? Back. Are we back? We're back. <laughs>
1: right, wait, what does the what does the calendar say?
2: You know, you know how we know that we're back. I finally have a polo. Yeah. Look whoa, at whoa,
3: that. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's no, how long no, it's then, been. Then then officially <laughs> we are not back because I don't have a polo.
2: It's on the way. It, 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 it's on the way.
1: Hey, I'll say this much. We're officially back because I see two M's at the end of jam. And, and exactly after I see true. that Very spelling, true. I feel like there should be an ellipsis after that. Jam. Damn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What's crazy though is we're back. The name is fixed. And we're officially are made. finally on the new YouTube channel. Nice. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we totally true. are. And, and if
0: you're joining us on the new YouTube channel, so thank you for finding us. Like it was the it was it's kind of a funny experience, right? Because obviously this is new and, and and the time is new. And again, anybody that's watching us, we welcome you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're gonna jump into our conversation pretty soon. But this is actually a new, uh, just new, right? I mean, we have a new countdown. Uh, we have a new channel. Uh, and, I mean, Jason's wearing a new shirt. I mean, this is about as a, new new as
1: time, a, new <laughs> a new time, right. a new day. New time.
0: That's right. A new day. Yeah. I, it, you know, everything is new um and at least for the for the time (laughs) being i think this is where we're gonna be at i think we're gonna be at on fridays actually we can already tell you right now uh we're gonna be having our next conversation two fridays from now so funny enough we're gonna be having it on black friday and we're gonna be talking about we'll let you know right now we're gonna be talking about black magic no not the (laughs) not the not the the photos not not the cameras no literally we're gonna be talking about magic are we gonna have are we gonna
1: have any viewers on black friday
0: I hope that people are not shopping at that time.
2: I mean, I would I would hope they're not asleep because they went shopping super early Friday morning. Yeah, uh, that's. Well, I
1: mean, with with the pandemic and everything, maybe that that'll uh, that'll get us some viewers, or 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 they'll be on eBay like with bots and everything waiting to get. <laughs> <laughs> Look
3: as, as long as long as they listen to us, they could have us in their pocket. But if they're listening to us, it's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and and you know what? And uh, and just a quick shout out to Martin, who is at what is it? 10 p.m. in New York yeah, is 10, joining 11. us. The dedication, yes. brother, and, and and he's making he's making that commitment. So that is great,
1: dude. Uh, are, are those uh, dark spots around you? Nah, just kidding. <laughs> he's, he's getting sleepy. No, uh, no, nah,
3: nah, that, that actually, uh, I've I'm. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> um. So again, we want to welcome everybody. I know we got we got a few uh, uh people already telling us uh, uh, f- um, and my wife Angie is saying finally, Miss Jam um you know she she joins obviously and we thank you angie for giving us that is it is it weird
1: that that i'm 20 seconds behind Um, so so my phone doesn't get the the comments i still don't see anything
0: it's it is (laughs) it is weird no actually it's not That's zoom for you uh we got julio santo saying happy sabbath uh we have also uh jasmine yes live again happy sabbath as well so so we're here we're live and if you're joining us and you know, maybe you're new. Uh, just, you know, let us know wherever you're from, wherever you're watching us. And we're happy to have you here. And we hope that today it's going to be a blessing. Uh, maybe, maybe we're going to be challenging some ideas, guys. I, I don't know. This one challenged some of my ideas as well. I think it's um, going to be interesting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, but we're going to jump right into this. And again, we want to welcome everybody. Uh, as you may be already aware, if you saw our... Um, Uh, Our Instagram post today's conversation is titled very superstitious question mark. OK, in reference to a song of long ago, but literally directing to uh, what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm excited about this conversation. So we want to jump into this. Uh, Martin, uh, your mom says hi.
3: Yeah, I know. And I, I just wrote back. You <laughs> back?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey
1: you <laughs> hey you better comment back. <laughs> hey, that's what that's what happens on this show. If, if someone related to you or your significant other rights, and hey, you better be on that.
0: You have to you live. Have to for sure. You cannot you cannot ignore. So we're we're just waiting for uh, Jason's significant other. Uh, you know, hopefully she is tuning in as well. But <laughs> no, I would oh, here we go. Martin. Yes sir. Can you lead us with a word of prayer so
3: we can jump into this? Come on, let's get this well, Actually,
1: All right. before we pray, can right, I uh, sure, sure. well, uh, one, one of my uh well, my cousin, my my family, uh their their grandpa is actually in the hospital right now. Mm-hmm. And uh well, I don't I don't want to reveal you know reveal anything else other than that just that he's in um I think it seems a critical condition. So if you guys mm-hmm. can uh just you know pray for my my cousin and his family. I don't okay. know if uh if their grandpa's going to make it. So
3: Wow. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll add it to the prayer. Let's, uh, let's bow our heads. Father God, Lord, uh, thank you for the Sabbath day, Lord. Thank you for this evening. Thank you that for this time that we could come together, Lord. Um, At, at this special moment, Lord, we want to pray for Andrew's cousin, Lord, uh, that has a family member that that uh, is in the hospital. Father, Um, you know uh, the condition. You know uh, the family, Lord. We ask that you may surround them with your love give them support father that you may give them strength lord that you may be with the doctors and the nurses treating their loved one lord i pray father that you will may be done lord and 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 that the at the end of 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 this situation lord that um that they may see your will being done lord um you know so we we as humans don't want our our loved ones to to hurt lord um we don't want them to suffer father and we come to you lord because you are the one that gives us strength you're the one that gives us peace so we are asking this for this family lord bless them surround them with your with your angels surround them with your spirit. surround them with your love and embrace and be with them father um, and lord uh, in this in tonight's conversation lord we don't want to speak our own words we want to be guided by your spirit mm-hmm. we need you to guide us in the direction that we need to go and i pray father that it may be edifying that it may be encouraging and at the same time, that it may be challenging not just for us, but for those who are listening. Thank you again, God, for this privilege. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. amen. Thank you. And and we do ask that anybody else that's watching just keep uh, Andrew's family uh, uh, and all the situation in in your prayers. And for that matter, any any other situation that we may be going through, we got to keep praying for each other in these times, uh, guys. I mean, a lot of things have changed. Uh, you know, we, we, we think we have a new president. I'm not, I'm not quite sure how that's going, but you know, it's, it's something like that. Obviously the election went by, uh, the pandemic is still going. Um, and, and today is a very interesting day for a lot of people today is Friday the 13th. Um, before we continue. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Jason. Yeah. So
2: when we were talking about this topic, I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to talk about it. I was like thinking it's going to be Friday. It's going to be Friday it didn't hit me till the day that we actually all like, what was it on Tuesday? (laughs) We all talked. I was like, wait, superstition, dude. Friday's Friday the 13th. Like what, what, what kind of like, it it just like, I was like, Oh my goodness.
1: Hey, Hey, you, you had a, a God is love moment. (laughs)
0: yeah yeah, no for sure and and it you know we just initially for those of you who don't know what we wanted to do initially was to talk about halloween but it just was not going to work with everyone's schedules around that time Mm -hmm. but it just so happened that when we had scheduled when we were going to have our next conversation it was friday the 13th and so it's it's a natural thing that two weeks ago i think literally two weeks ago on this day or uh almost on this day right because it was saturday we had that halloween and today is friday the 13th and a lot of people take it as a i don't know like as a bad luck day or or as a a weird day i i I, to be honest with you i did not grow up with that until i probably made it into middle school and that's the first time i actually encountered this whole friday the 13th thing um and the number 13th as well is kind of a a a weird number for people you know a a superstitious number for people Mm -hmm. have you ever been in a high-rise building and you look at the elevator buttons, and they literally skip floor number 13. So it goes 12, 14, no 15, 16. You've never yeah. seen that? No, you I've never seen that.
3: that. I've seen oh. that even. I've seen that even in some hospitals.
2: Oh snap!
3: Yeah, even I with can... certain rooms, like the the big the big uh, uh, hotel room. Sorry, Jason. The big hotel rooms that have like 700 rooms, they miss. They they don't use six, six, six. Mm. Mm. You know, um, so it's it's all it's all surrounded with 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 some type of uh, uh, superstition superstition.
2: You know? Yeah. Jason, right. what
0: were you going to say, brother?
2: No, when I was in high school, I took a I took a tour of the Warner Bros. studios. And when you go down, down, down in all the production rooms, the 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 warehouse number 13 is missing. It's completely like it's not there. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, for
0: sure. And so, you know, maybe some people would say that it is a bad luck for us to do it on this day. But this is where we want to start the conversation. Look, I, I at least Friday the 13th never really meant much to me. Uh, but were there any superstitions that you guys were aware of when you were young? Maybe that you're still aware of now uh, that, that kind of maybe, you know, get into your psyche a little bit. You're like, no, nah, I don't believe in that stuff. But at the same time, they're there. And we're Hispanic. So I,
2: there are a bunch of them, by the way. Just, just, just <laughs> it's ingrained in our culture. <laughs> hey, does
1: yeah, does, does sure. someone have a proper definition of superstition? Does the child's
2: never missing, is that a superstition? No, no, that's.
1: I think we need to clear what a superstition a is
2: because
1: because I was going to say chupacabra is that is that is that a superstition?
0: No, ah. no, for sure, for sure. Well, you know what? Look, I mean, before maybe we even jump into the definition, what have you guys kind of perceived as a superstition before we go into a definition? Like, what was a superstition in in your life?
1: Oh man, the old, I mean, I never had one personally, but I mean. I remember hearing people say that if you ever saw a, a black cat or something like that, you had like bad luck, or don't go under a ladder or something uh, like that's like bad luck or something like that. That's what I've heard. I mean,
3: man, I've, I've, had, I've had I've had a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see, in my house, uh, well, I mean, the you could say the standard stuff. You break mirrors, seven seven years of bad luck. Sure, sure. You uh, you know even child. Childish things, you know. You step on a crack, you break your mother's back, that type right, of thing. Right, right, um, right, right. Uh, there were even ones that I even knew when I was in in sports in high school. Like, uh, um, you know, you got to do this certain ritual in order for us to be successful in our game. Mm. You know, I heard sports players, like for example, Michael Jordan will wear his old his old uh, high school uniform underneath his Bulls yeah. uniform yeah. as uh, as an omen or or as a totem, sorry, of sure. good luck. You know, sure. you have uh, um what what the, the rabbits the rabbit's foot good the luck, also superstitious superstition uh the four leaf yeah. clover superstition right. as well. Right. Um what at about my house uh, at my clover. house we had stuff with uh uh um uh, what is it La Siwanawa, La Siwanawa <laughs> and Los Duendes, uh,
1: oh the Duendes, so. dude. I heard so many stories about <laughs> you know, the Duendes, stuff, dude. Stuff from, I have a water Osaka I had a watermelon place. friend, the Duendes. Yeah. think that's, that's huge out there.
3: <laughs> You know, so yeah, it, it was, I can um, actually really ways.
2: identify with the sports one um, being in high school. It was like, oh, no, I have to wear like I have to wear like this specific type of cleat, like or my old cleats or else I can't play and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, or, like, oh, I have to wear like my lucky, my lucky, my lucky boxer so I could play good at things. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hey, know, hey or,
1: like, we, we have a comment from Julio Santos here. I think we should ask the, the people out there if they've ever they, had any superstition. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? For a sure. broken mirror, right? That's what you said. Seven yeah, years yeah, yeah. of bad luck. Oh my goodness! The knock on wood, he wrote that. <laughs> that was
2: so typical. Knock on wood. It's funny because <laughs> one of my siblings just used it earlier today.
1: <laughs> what is it? If you if you dream about a snake, what is that? Someone's talking about you, or or are you get or money no, or I something, like if that, you, something no. crazy?
0: If if you hear the ringing in the ear, you've never heard that. Oh before. yeah, 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 yeah. Ear, That means someone's talking about you.
3: What about uh, what uh, about uh, like uh, when people have red doors? You guys yeah, ever heard right, that? Right, like red or, doors for financial for for financial prosperity in the home. Sure. You
0: ever you know, seen so. you ever seen those those uh those gallons of water out in the lawns?
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah is
0: that yeah, is that yeah, a superstition?
1: I thought I always a, thought that, that was real.
0: No no no, that's not so much a superstition. I well, I wouldn't define it as a superstition as much as something to deal with the spirit world. Um sure. it, yeah, I, it, it, it was, I it thought that was on. also
3: like when people put a candle on on their uh on like the windows to warn away evil spirits.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, there's. Yeah. I see, Louis. I think we could keep going. By the way, Kevin, I just wanna. I'm, I'm assuming this is Kevin. Uh, I've heard putting down a backpack or a purse uh, will bring you bad luck and you will lose money. And Julio Santos uh, says another one: upright horseshoe means financial success. Oh, that's um, true. You know, I and Julio, I would agree with you on that one. Uh, but the Indianapolis Colts keep losing and losing, and you know, I I don't think that works. <laughs> oh he went there. But you know, man, what? But you know what? Look, but check this out though. Um. Uh, in sports, I think it's a, it's a big thing. Like a lot of times we talk about mm-hmm. luck in sports, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and you, especially baseball, like you hear these these playoff runs where the players simply don't shave or don't, you know, they're going to be using the same helmet, the same cap, right? And will not change it at all. And it looks nasty. It looks gross. And yet, and yet, there is a superstition with that, Um mm-hmm. Uh Julio also writes milk and cookies for Santa. I didn't know that one was a
3: superstition. I had no clue. Um and, and oh, wait,
1: wait, 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 who'd you put milk and cookies out for then? Oh <laughs>
3: you know what? I think I think Angie wrote a good one because that's something I, yeah. I I knew I was gonna bring up, but I completely forgot. Like the tossing salt behind you, behind yes. your shoulder.
1: What? Well, what does that mean?
3: Salt. I don't know what that one means, but I heard it, I heard it a lot. I've heard it a I, lot. I've I've seen that, I've seen that even in certain movies. Where where, where uh, people use salt as like almost like I a, a, a I don't know if, either to warn off some type of evil presence or even good luck type of thing like okay sure. you, know, I'm just gonna-
0: it, you and and you wonder how far we can classify things as superstitions heaven writes a sneeze right means someone is thinking about you um there, there's also around weddings I think there are a number of superstitions this whole mm-hmm. idea of a of a like a something a, new word,
3: something old something right used, something like right. right?
0: There's the bouquet toss as well, right? Oh, I didn't and know that was Yeah, so, I mean. You're going to get married.
3: <laughs> you're like, wait, I use that in my
2: marriage. <laughs> you're like, what?
0: Hey, hey, no, look, we, we, we did it in ours as well. I'm just saying, like, like, there's, I think, a lot of things that we can point to around pregnancy. There's this idea of full moon oh, and the putting ones, or, or some type of metal on you or something. Uh, ribbons and a lot of different things that go on that that for whatever reason are ingrained in our culture right are ingrained in our culture and so and we kind of want to talk about that and that kind of opens the door to the halloween trick or treat thing as well right and so we're going to get to that in a second but look let's jump into this um what does the bible teach us about the spirit world because i think i think that's where we need to begin before we even jump into the definition of superstition as you guys see it but i mean what can we at least say about scripture and the spirit world uh, Well, who, who wants to give that a shot
3: I'm going first, I'm going first? Uh, I'll I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, well, the, the Bible tells us that it's real. You know, there that that angels and demonic uh, uh demons exist, right? Um, that there's such a thing as the supernatural realm that's not visible to us. Um, and you know, um, we can we can just simply use the example that there is a, there is a there is a conflict between good and evil in the life, for example, of Jesus. That's clear. There's, there's no, there for, for a Christian to deny the supernatural, uh, I think it's foolish because there's clear evidence in, in the scripture for to, to support it.
2: Yeah. One of the stories that always comes to mind, um, actually, um, when, when, when these things are brought up is the story of Saul. That one always comes mm. to my mind when he goes to the witch. The, the, the witch of Endor. Witch yeah. of Endor, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one always comes to my mind. It's like, it, there's so many different things that happen just in that story that just completely like blow my mind and mm-hmm. it's like those things happen today like we, we we really think oh it's just in the bible times that this happened but how many um what is it what is a fortune tellers are there nowadays how many people like oh we'll read your hand oh we'll read you las cartas. we'll read the cards for you things like that like we think like oh that's just something new
3: no Saul went to go check that out yeah yeah you know, you know, you know what, what came to mind now that you mentioned that, uh, Jason. Um, so on Sabbath, it was a, one of the Sabbaths that we were in quarantine, right? Um, you know, everyone right now has become uh, an evangelist on YouTube. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think the situation has forced us to to be that type of way. So I don't know if you guys see your YouTube feeds, especially when it says who's on like the live. Um, I get random ones, but one of the things that really like shocked me. But at the same time, just like, wow, it just it just it shocked me both in a positive and negative way. It shocked me in a in a in a like in a negative way, as in like I didn't think there was that many. And in a positive way, because I'm like, wow. So if people are looking for this, we as Christians need to actually, you know, do our part. I saw channels on uh, uh, channels where people were having uh, like uh, a seance a seance on, on, on YouTube and the amount of followers or people on their channels that were watching this was incredible. Some of them had like 12,000, 15,000. Um, there were others that were psychics that were united in meditation, united in prayer, all these type of things that I was like, you know what, for us to, for us to deny that, that people are searching, even and searching for answers, even in the supernatural, um, I think it would be foolish. You know, again, going back to to the fact that we have examples uh, in in the in the Bible, examples with, with King Saul that knowing the specific instructions that the Lord had told them not to do, you know, and it went, and and I think in some instances it wasn't it was even in the penalty of death, yeah. he still went to go after this. Uh, um, demonic spirit or demonic influences that was like the witch, the witch in Endor. Well, not yeah. just
2: that, like what I find crazy about that story too is that within that time, King Saul himself has set out a decree to exterminate witches and warlocks and things like that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, actually, I actually wanted to mention something on that, but before we even that, you know, um, what Martin was saying is so true. You know, um, it actually hit me this, uh, this uh, past week. You know, someone, uh, you know, obviously came up to me. And told me to pray for someone and they were you know obviously some some kind of like you know they didn't want to tell me what was what you know was up and they said i want you to pray for this person i'm like what do you mean it's like this person he says it gets possessed by satan wow and literally said that i'm like what do you mean he's like yeah this person prays to satan i said what like my mouth just like I was like, what, what do you mean? This person prays to Satan and gets possessed, him and his his spouse, like someone that, that I know. And I was just like, I remember thinking about that. I was like, wow, kind of like with everything that we're going to be talking about today, it just kind of like it made everything real. Mm-hmm. And It's still a shocker to me. And, you know, I've been I've been praying for that person. And it's just like, you know, even people that you never thought. Right. People It could be even people in your circle, you know, and it was it's crazy when i heard that but you know when we think about uh the spirit realm if we could if we could put it that way you know uh it, like uh, uh, martin was saying is something that's uh, that's real you know we think of uh the demons right and sometimes uh you know uh, ellen white actually has a a quote where she says that satan uh is actually happy when we present him as this fictional character i think i have mentioned this before right as something uh physical you know this guy with a, with a little uh, you know, pitchfork, pitchfork and red and all this stuff because people are in ignorance of what's truly out there, right? Mm-hmm. And like these demons, right, uh, how they picture them, but these are actually fallen angels. If, if we look at what scripture says, you know, uh, and if we look uh, even more in uh, Hebrews 2, 6 through 7, it says, uh, it has been testified somewhere. What is, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the angels you have crowned him with glory and honor. This is one of the verses that came to my mind because it's talking about Jesus, that Jesus was made a little bit lower than the angels, right? Right? Obviously until he was glorified. So this to me tells me then that if we think of what demons were, which were fallen angels, right. And for Jesus to be made lower than the angels, just like as we are as a man, then the demons are powerful, right? You know, just, you know, I would, I would say even just as powerful or, you know, almost as powerful as, as the, uh, uh, the angels that we know of. We know this because, um, uh, how many of you guys, I've mentioned this story before the seven sons of skiva right. Who are, who are trying to, uh, uh, bring out a, a, a demon, cast, cast right. Out, mm-hmm. Cast out a, a, cast demon, out a yeah. demon in the, yeah, in, yeah. in the, in, yeah. the of, uh, in the name of, uh, the Paul. Jesus that Paul declares. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and, and the demon time. speaks out to him. He says like, Paul, I know Jesus. I know. And Paul, I know about, but who are you? And they end up right, beating right. beating uh, uh, all, uh, all those men, you know, the seven sons of Sceva. So we know that the demons are powerful. We know this, uh, uh, um, the man that was possessed by a, what, a legion, right? Three to five thousand demons. We know that multiple demons could, could p- p- possess a person, yeah. right? Uh, other things that we know about demons, demons are deceptive, just like Satan, right? Who is the father of all liars, of all lies, right? Just like you guys were mentioning right now with uh, uh, Saul, saw right, and the witch of Endor right the demons can appear as something we want to see mm. right because we know at that point Samuel had already died right and what was it that Saul really wanted to see in his heart he wanted to see Samuel again so that he can get direction from God and what did what, what did what did the the witch end up giving him what he wanted to see and I think that's the, right. the uh, one of the dangers that that, that we see but, right right, um,
2: right now that you mentioned specifically that part like even even the 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 ghost of Samuel that comes up kind of rebukes him like, why are you doing this? You know, you're not supposed to be doing that.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you know what? Look, let me let me say let me say this, which is interesting, because whenever we think of the spirit world, I think we immediately like like go towards the, the demon slash evil slide of the spirit world. But that's when we say spirit world, or at least when the Bible talks about the spirit world, it's talking about everything that we cannot see. Mm-hmm. I, I think i think it's really important um you know andrew you brought up a number of examples there's one that stands out for me and this is you guys remember when um when elisha and his uh servant uh know mm. that the enemy army is coming
3: they surround it uh, that's they surrounded correct right
0: and they're like hey we're gonna die the servant is just freaking out at that moment and then in the middle of that elisha prays now he's calm and everything because he knows something is there that his, uh, his servant can't see. And I'll read this real quick because this is sec- 2 Kings 6, 17 through 18. Uh, Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. I think mm-hmm. it's, that's really important. Uh, then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. You know what that verse tells me? That verse tells me that by default, we are blind to the spirit world. Mm-hmm. We cannot see that. Mm-hmm. does not mean that it's not there though, right? Yeah. It's there. It's present. And now what he sees aren't evil angels so much as he gets a glimpse of what's happening in the background that you and I cannot see, that the servant cannot see. And Elisha says, open his eyes. Now that I think is very important, that phrase right there. Because whenever we're talking about this, it's not whether or not it exists. It's whether or not we can see it. The answer mm-hmm. is we can't see it, but it exists, mm-hmm. right? And there have been instances where where people I believe have seen the spirit world, whether on a positive or an, or you know whether on a, on a good or an evil side right um, I I would argue and, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong here there's no problem uh, and, and by the way, let's not forget Ephesians 6:12 right that says literally that our struggle our we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, flesh and blood. right yeah. and at the very end of that it literally talks about the spiritual forces of evil mm-hmm. um, but but I would argue that at the end, the spirit world and our human slash physical world, if we could put it that way, right? The world that we see, the tangible world, they're mm-hmm. actually not two worlds. They're one in the same. Mm-hmm. That we cannot see one is one thing, but but they are both influencing each other up to, an, up to a certain extent, right? Uh, what we do uh, has a cause and effect on certain angels and certain demons, according to what scripture presents. And then on the other hand, what they do has a cause and effect on us as well. Mm-hmm. And so- we're not talking about two different worlds. Essentially, we're talking about the same, right? The same world that, that we inhabit. The same, or maybe the same reality is what I'm trying to say, right? We just don't perceive it as much as we should. And I think the Bible is pretty clear on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, you know I, I wanted to add more, uh, more to what we're, we're putting on here, because I think you, you, you hit it on uh, the nail, right? You said it's not just about demons. It's about, you know, this whole spirit world that, we're, that, that we do not see, right? you know, a- including the angels and, you know, all these other things. Right. You know, um, you know, in Psalms 103, it says, you know, just uh, in the same way. And we can go into all kinds of what is it called? angelology, Right. And then they have a demonology and, and we can and we can go into all kinds of uh, 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 speer- spheres that we're not going to touch sure. today. And I don't, I don't know how, how beneficial that will be. But, you know, there you know, the Bible does talk about, you know, that not all de- all demons are created equal. In the sense that of uh, some have more power power than others some work different power have different powers than others you know uh, uh, in Psalms 103 when it talks about the angels it says bless bless the Lord ye his angels that excel in strength that do his commandments hearkening unto the voice of the world so there are some angels that exceed in strength right different angels uh, deliver different messages you know we have the you know the four winds hold, uh, the angels holding back the four winds uh, different purposes and all these things right? Um, so we know that there's a, a I guess, a, a world, well, you said that the, the, the way you said it is that interconnected world that we cannot see. Right. Um, but even in, uh, if I have, uh, the verse right here in Jude, when it's talking about the, the demons it says, but I want to remind you though, you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward, destroyed those who did not believe and the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode. He reserved in everlasting chains in darkness for the judgment for the uh, under darkness for the judgment of that great day, right? If you ever uh, read Ellen White in the Great Controversy, she goes into more detail talking about the different types of demons that they are, right? Uh, The uh, demons mentioned here are uh, some of the worst that are chained, right? Uh, Just ready for judgment, right? So we have all this uh, realm that we could probably go into, but the thing I want to, I guess, point out is that there are different how would you say demons different types of angels that are out there right uh we know this uh, from the story of um the slave girl who was possessed mm-hmm. right who uh, the demon is is not trying to overtake paul it's not trying to you know uh it's it's not a demon that's an aggressive demon as we would say as the demon uh, where jesus encountered where he was cutting himself and he was chained up breaking his chains right but this was a, more of a demon that was like a pest Right. Someone yeah, who yeah. was annoying a Paul. Right. Who ultimately, you know, tells the spirit to leave. Right. The, the annoying spirit, as the, as the Bible puts it. So we know that there are different ones, you know, as, especially, you know, um, uh, the verse where Paul is talking about um, uh, the the obviously uh, the L, the I element that he had. Or we could sure. go back and forth about what it was. Sure. He talks sure. about that a messenger of Satan was given to me to torment me. Sure. Right. That word messenger, Angelos, right? Obviously, angel, or you know, a messenger of Satan, because that's a fallen angel, right? Sure. And not to say that that was that he was possessed, but we know that demons don't have to possess us to mess with us. They can yeah. annoy yeah. us. Yeah. So, they, so can, they can. They okay. can do all. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So Andrew, so, let, so let's let's get in that for a second because I think this is where we enter into this idea of superstitions, uh-huh. right? Um, wh- what what do we make of it? We understand that the spirit world is real. Obviously, uh, if you believe in angels, you, you at minimum believe in a spirit world, right? And we're saying that there is both a good and evil side to this, right? Uh, uh, we have angels and demons, et cetera. But, but where do superstitions enter into this? I mean, are those like, like, is it fine to believe in superstitions? Do you guys see that it's not? Uh, first of all, how, how would you classify a superstition? Do you see a problem with it? Is it fine as Christians to adhere by them? What, what, what do you guys see?
3: Man um i think i think as as christians uh, um if we're guided by the word i don't think a hold uh, i don't think any superstition will actually have a hold on this mm. um it might have a hold on us because of the way we grew up you know our mm. background our our heritage whatever whatever you want to call it um i think as christians we need to be very careful to let those uh superstitious ideas, um, influence our, our every day. Cause I think, I think that, that a lot of people, they do, you know, that's why people follow. Uh, uh, what is it? The, the, the horoscopes, you know, that's what people, uh, follow, um, you know, uh, uh, they do, they have a ritual, like if they don't do the ritual, that can even become a superstition, you know, that, that they do, you know, um, as Christians, um, Man, I, I thought I was I was heading somewhere. I don't... Okay, my personal yeah. opinion. As Christians, we shouldn't believe in, su- in superstition. We should not. That simple. We shouldn't.
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay.
2: Uh, I, t- I totally agree with Martin. We shouldn't. Um, especially like um, just knowing the God that we serve.
0: Mm.
2: Like if anything, we even say it in church. If God is with me, who's against me? You know? Mm. So in that sense, with even just a simple thought like that, it's like, okay, why would I believe in a superstition if I have a God whose power just supersedes anything that this world could throw at me
1: you know Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, yeah go go ahead go ahead no um (laughs) it's interesting um uh for sure when we think about superstitions i think when we think about superstitions we tend to think of it as something innocent right because we have Mm -hmm. the supernatural right and we say oh okay you know a medium a spiritist or, or, or uh you know someone who's a psychic that's the extreme end of the supernatural and we say oh of course we don't believe in that but when we head to the more what we say innocent the superstition side of it uh, of the new uh, supernatural side then that it's like oh okay that that that's allowed you know i mean we see the two ends of the spectrum but i want to okay. give you guys a definition uh, <laughs> and i see you smiling Martin. No, I, I smile
3: <laughs> because i just remembered something uh, before you give the definition go for um, it mind you i say what i just said and that's why i laughed as christians we shouldn't believe in superstitions but this happened to me. And I don't know if it's happened to you. and I don't know if it's happened to our to our viewers. Um, I was at a funeral. I'm the one giving the word, knowing that the dead know nothing, knowing that the dead are, are asleep. Okay. They, they have no conscious thought. Right. Okay. And I walk on a grave. We have superstitions with walking on people on people's graves, right? Mm. And I, with, with my Bible in hand walk on the grave and I almost instinctively jump back like oh and then I'm just like wait what no I keep walking
1: you have to check yourself
3: yes oh, hold on hold on hold on
0: hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I got you but but see and this is where I think that that we have to draw the line I think we have to listen to the definition of superstition because yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't walk on someone's grave but that would be out of respect for the family and and you know for 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 what for what that means for the mm-hmm. in, in, the people who are alive. Right. Uh, yeah. but, but the idea of, Oh my goodness, what did I do?
3: Right. That's that's yeah. what I wanted to focus on. That's what yeah. I'm just like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't walking on the grave just to break sure. for, and to disrespect anybody. Sure. It just, you know, cause some graves are close together. But the thing is that I right. walked on it. Right. And I instinctively jumped back like, Oh man, like, you know, and, and that's what I got upset at myself about. Sure, you know, um, because you're right. We especially, you know, we got to respect people's uh, people's beliefs. We got to respect people's views of, of of the dearly departed, right? Sure. Um, and and in in no way, shape, or form was I trying to disrespect someone. This but that right. that instinctively happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and yeah. I thought about it, I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah. You know, but but yeah. I, sorry, I wanted to share that before you give no, the definition. No, so and go by the way, it, the by definition. the way,
0: before you give the definition, because there is a question um, from Sister Maria here who says, are you guys going to talk about ghosts? or talking to people's spirits we're, we're going to get to halloween for a second because i think that's where that conversation enters right yeah. so just just bear with us here right but we just want to open the door to this conversation so to speak so andrew definition what, yeah. what, what do you got for us
1: yeah yeah. so going back to this idea of you know the supernatural the the two ends you know the, the 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 medium the spiritist and then the 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 innocent superstition i thought this definition hit it right on the nail and i think it it hits perfect for this it says this is when i found it says superstition it says excessively credulous belief in and reverence for supernatural beings
3: Hmm.
1: let me read that again excessively credulous belief in and reference and reverence for supernatural beings now we talked about this before you know uh uh the supernatural right to say that the supernatural is just bad you know it it just uh how would you say like you like we were talking about earlier, just the demon side and, and not the other side, right? The supernatural, we know God does miracles. We know that God himself is involved in the supernatural. But right here it says excessively credulous belief in and reverence for the supernatural beings, right? Who are we reverencing in our superstitions? Hmm. Because when we, think it, about, yeah. when we think about superstitions, right, what do we call something a supernatural act from God? We call that a miracle. We don't call that a superstition. Or we or, or and what do we call something that uh, that that is not a miracle that I guess you would say the world definition like magic or or, or all this. Right. So you have these two, two different things. Right. So I think we have to go back to what do we believe about the supernatural?
0: Hold on. Hold on, Andrew, Andrew. But let me but before you even go there, because I think this is a, it's a great question Look, we're getting. We're getting a, Julio writes this question and he says, so since we shouldn't believe in superstitions, do we consider them not real?
3: Ooh, I, I think I think in there is that maybe it's something that that we know we know is not real, but we consider them real. Does that make sense?
2: Not, you not know, we, we place so
3: much weight on that thing. Like for example, the seven years of bad luck if you if you if you break mm. uh, if you break mirrors, mm. you know, um, or uh, I don't know the, the thing with, with with when people get get pregnant, you know, or I'm sorry, when women get pregnant, you know, there are certain things that certain. Things that we do, as almost thinking like if we do this, everything's going to be okay. You know, I, I yeah. think I think I think that makes it real, even though we know we shouldn't believe in that as Christians. Yeah. Uh, see, I go go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. Yeah. It's not so
2: much about it being being that we should not consider them real sometimes, but it's more as even if it points to that it might be real. We sh- as Christians, we shouldn't let those superstitions run our lives. We should have run our lives believing, like, oh, but what if that superstition is real? What if this could happen? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't let, we shouldn't let that, like, the fear of that, um, control us. See, because
0: look, because I, I, I'm, I find it an interesting question, but just based on what Andrew just read, right, about the definition, uh, and what is it, an excessive credulous belief, and reverence? Is that what it, is that? that? What it said again? Yeah, yeah it says
1: uh, right here, excessively credulous belief in and reverence for the supernatural beings
0: got it see look the the and and edry i know where you were going right this idea yeah. of what is it that we reverence um what is it that we revere i i i guess my issue is that i in a sense have a respect for god obviously mm-hmm. but also for evil sure. and, and and what i mean by that is that I'm, i don't take that lightly Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I, exactly. I, I respect the power that lies there. Sure. I don't, I, I'm not worshiping the power that lies there. I just know that there are certain things I'm not going to mess around with, mm-hmm. right? There are certain things that I'm just not going to going to try to associate myself with because I believe that that is very, very powerful on that side. Mm-hmm. Now, look at how funny this is, right? We live in a in a in a increasingly atheistic world, right? In a in a world that starts rejecting more and more of the supernatural, and yet superstitions remain.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We become a very modern society, right? We keep we keep growing in in, in science and all these things. And I think this is where I, I kind of get a little funny with the superstitions because I'm like, uh, no, the full moon won't cause this or won't cause that. Scientifically, we know that, right? And, yeah, and that's, that's where real you, real. you go off the line. I, I believe in science here, right? <laughs> but but it doesn't, it doesn't get rid of the supernatural. And and yet, even if we were to remove the supernatural. Or oh, sorry, even if we were to move superstitions, we would still be dealing with the supernatural. That still doesn't go away. Are you guys understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. it's, no. it's still there.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah. Actually, I wanted to mention something. Uh, right here, we have a uh, Gabriel Navarrete says superstitions seem seem to me to be spiritual things. We as humans try to do something about. Now, I, I wanted to to mention on on this because I, I think like what you're saying is 100 true. You know. Like when, when we think about what happened with Moses, right? With 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 a snake, right? Where he throw, uh, you know, the, the rod and everything, right? Was it uh, Janis and Jambris, right? Who who, who uh, produced these? Uh, yeah, uh, we're the... gonna.
0: By the way, by the way, we're gonna talk about that in two weeks as, as well. So make sure yeah. all of you tune in. I, in, I won't go too crazy subscribe. on that, right? And and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe, <laughs> so you know, and and you know, get that notification bell thing, so you know. Hey, where, where, there, where we live go. Go. Yeah, there we go. the
3: like. the like. like. But yeah. subscribe, hit the that's like right. and that's share because right.
2: that, that's yeah, coming we, up in two weeks.
1: But yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we see him come to Pharaoh, Ryan, right, Janice and Jambres, the, well, the, the the magicians there produce something similar to what Moses produces. So mm-hmm. would you say, you know, I'm saying we wouldn't say that that what that those magicians were producing was not real or it wasn't it was something that they didn't see. It right. That Moses didn't see. Right. Sure. So we recognize that it's something real. But what are we giving power to what are we reverencing and believing these superstitions right because when we start to put ourselves in that realm giving the reverence to satan then all of a sudden these superstitions become possible does that make sense
0: yeah yeah uh, jason jason what, what were you what were we that, saying? was that, that triggered a thought here i mean no no, no, no.
2: just th- that that same exact story that andrew's mentioning like and if we take the context of the definition that we just read like reverence like what like what you're reverencing what happens in that in that same exact story? What does Moses' Moses' snake do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Even then, like we apply that definition even to that, it points out like it, it, it kind of points towards towards, sure. towards God more even more.
0: Can I can I tell you, look, I have two problems with superstitions. And they may not be actually what 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 you guys may think, right? My first problem deals a lot with what Andrew and Jason are saying right now. Um why is it that we are afraid that something bad can happen to us mm. when we as believers see God as our protector? Okay. H- hear me out. Oh, you guys, and look, and I wrote these verses. And I think it's important. You guys know Psalms 23. You guys know Psalms 91, right? Psalms 23. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff. They come for me. All right. Does that not mean that God is going to protect us from evil, from bad luck, as, as some people present it? That to me says that, yes, if I am with God, I could walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and I'm going to fear no evil. And to me, that is, that is a huge, huge statement, right? Fear no evil. Here's a second one that I want to read. Psalms 91, three verses. Verse one, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You guys know this. Verse three. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. And verse five, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. And that phrase, not be afraid of the terror uh, uh, by night. Look, you know what I think is a problem? This this is my first issue with superstitions. I believe that it actually shows our relationship with God. Mm. Because Psalms 91 begins saying that if you abide, If you dwell in the secret place of the most high, therefore you shall fear no evil. Therefore you shall have a thousand fall here and 10,000 and you won't be afraid. See, I think that, and you know, this is more of a suggestion than anything else, but I'm convinced that if we are living our lives based on superstitions, it indicates a weak trust in God. Because mm-hmm. if you are a Christian and you believe that God is ultimately the strongest, the greatest, the uh, love and your protector, why then would you be afraid of walking under a ladder that 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 or opening an umbrella inside the house, ha- inside a building inside? Right. Or, or, <laughs> inside your or, house. Yeah. Why, why, are, why don't should walk you under be, a ladder? Yeah, exactly. Why should you be afraid of a black cat? And this is funny because, look, There have been times I have this huge ladder. Andrew was senior. I have this huge ladder. Okay. It opens up and it becomes really big. I think it's nice. Yeah. I've walked under that ladder many times, but there was one day I walked and I stopped and I said, wait, am I not supposed to walk under this? Wait, what what is it again? Right. And I had to look it up. Oh yeah. You can't walk under the ladder because it's bad luck, but it's funny how these things seep in. And yet the fear of these things keeps growing in us as if God Mm -hmm. doesn't exist. Now, let me, let me just say the second problem. Then you guys can pick this. And this is really easy. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to stop there. I'll come back to the second problem, but I want to see what you guys think about that. that, that that it shows
3: a weak relationship with God in a sense.
1: I, I want to add another dimension to this, but I want to let someone else go before I Okay, I let, let, me go, let me go
3: before you Before you pile on to this. Um, I, I agree. I think I think uh, I, I agree with what you said, Mitch. I think that the superstition shows uh, our trust more, as bad as it might sound, our trust more in evil than our trust more in in God,
0: mm.
3: our trust more in the devil and his power, and not God and his power.
1: Are we you know, just conditioned it, to that too?
3: Or it could be, or it could be, but but the but the simple fact is, is that our 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 minds, society, culture, whatever you want to call it, even our own uh our dichos as as Hispanics, all point to some level of superstition, but not. Uh, you know, confiar en el Señor, not, you know, right, you know, right, todo right. Lo poder Cristo que me fortalece. None, not those, you know, it more points on, on, on oh no, no, no hagas eso porque si no esto te va a pasar. You know, oh no hagas esto. It's always some type of level of fear. Dude, where is where is God in that conversation, in those statements, right? Exactly. Like It's as if God exactly. doesn't exist. Exactly, exactly. And, and and that's what I'm saying. Like the superstitions, they're real, they're or they still exist, is because of the fact that we as i just say we as people we as people have have maybe have been conditioned maybe have placed more trust on those things because we 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 maybe haven't been taught to look at what god sure. can do sure. look at, at what the power that the lord has mm-hmm. because i will tell you that i have met people that don't that it's the reverse they have so much trust in the lord that they do things that i'm just like no that's crazy no that's insane no that's gonna do this and this and all the stuff they break all the barriers of bad luck and these mm. are men and women and families too that have 100 percent trust not only in the lord but recognize who he is over those superstitions
2: mm.
3: you know they don't let those superstitions i guess cripple them
2: yeah talking about all of this like you know it it kind of brings to mind a lot of the stories I've heard from canvassers. Like some of those stories that you hear from canvassers are just like, they just bewilder me. It's like, Oh my goodness, that really happened to you. Like that was really your experience because it it has to do with that. Like, I feel like sometimes as a canvasser, you're, you're such on, you're, you're trying so hard to be connected with God, that certain things happen to you that people will tell you like, Oh no, I saw someone else with you. Mm -hmm. or Like someone else was there, like holding the dog back and things like that. It's like, okay, if I have a God that could protect me from this, why would I really be afraid from that? Um, mm-hmm. A personal experience of mine um, uh, from my dad's side of the family in Jalisco, um, uh, from his, from his uh, mom's side, they live in the ranch up in the mountains. And in that area, back in the day, um, there used to be a lot of talking about these cer- the certain, I guess you could say witch doctors or witches, whatever they're called. In, in that area, they're called Nahuales. And they're supposedly people that could transform into animals and all of this. So I remember one one night, my my great grandpa was talking about it, and it's it's in it's in the ranch. There's the only electricity that you have there is either from the generator generator or you ca- you have gas lamps. This is or when a I candle was very little. <laughs> when I was very little. So like so like every you see the stars super bright, all of this all of this stuff, right? And I remember like them telling those stories. And me being little thinking well i trust in god why would i be scared of that and my cousins on the other hand they would see the trees because the trees are massive over there and because of the moonlight and everything they were already figuring they already had like figures in those trees like animals were going to come at them or something like that yeah and that's just like the superstition of the area but even at that small age like thinking like no i have a god that's greater than that now as an adult There's been certain situations that I've gone through that I'm like, man, like, okay, no, if I do that, this is going to happen, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like falling into the superstition, but I'm like, what the heck, like Martin kind of like walking on over the grave, like, what am I doing, like, so what does the Bible tell you that God is like, how the heck am I going to fall into this if I have a God that just like, yeah, perceives all of that.
0: I got you now. Now, I want to I want to push this conversation further now and jump into Halloween. But I know Andrew wanted to say something here real yeah. quick, real quick, <laughs> yeah. real quick, Andrew. Yeah, Yeah.
1: yeah. no, no. I, I want to continue to stop because, you know, what Jason was saying is true. You know, I'm going back to uh, the witch of Endor and Saul, you know, you know, if we start taking opening doors, things that we want to see will start to appear or if we start to give the superstitious enough room. Then some of these things can become real. But I wanted to add another layer to this. Right. I looked at the definition of the medium. And this is going to give uh, a little bit more uh right the, the, this is what i found it says a person who claims to use extrasensory perception to identify information from the normal senses particularly involving tele- telepathy or clair- clairvoyance or who performs acts that are, are apparently inexplicable by nature's laws what do we know as something that's unexpl- unexplainable uh, at, by nature's laws from at least the standpoint of the, of the Bible. Miracles. All, Satan always has something that's a counterfeit. Right? And that's what we see here. But the interesting part that I find here, it says that they use extrasensory perception to identify information hidden from the normal senses. senses
0: yeah.
1: where, 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 do we, where do we see that? The horoscopes? Right? We see things like horoscopes. We see things... Uh, that are not meant for us to, to know, right? And we go to these to these extremes to know things that God never intended us to uh, to to know, right? And it reminds me of what happened with with uh, Satan. You know, what was it that? Why was it that he was thrown out of heaven? Because he he wanted to know things that were not for him to know. What happened with Adam and Eve? Mm-hmm. They were they wanted to know things that were not for them to know, right? They want to be like God, right? And I think that uh, uh, I have this uh, verse here.
0: But Andrew, but Andrew, hold on. Yes, I'm, I'm, but I'm gonna push back just a little bit
1: on. Go for it, point. go for it.
0: And and I don't, actually I don't think I, I think I'm pushing back. I think that maybe I'm just gonna clarify what you're saying, because I don't believe that a horoscope is something that we're not supposed to know. I don't think it means anything. Sure. You understand well, what I'm saying? Like that's not yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not secret knowledge. Of course, right. Um, But yeah, unfortunately, I think we 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 try to portray it as secret knowledge. I don't think it's secret knowledge at all. And 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 we run into a problem. Look, I believe that there are secret things that God has not revealed to us. The horoscope is not one of them. By the way, the horoscope that is generally based on the astrological science, which is based on mythology in the ancient world, which we already know is fake. Why in the world would I go in then? And look at things that I know are not only mythological, but that I know as well are not a source of knowledge whatsoever. The stars are not a source of knowledge for my future or my destiny. Why would I do that? And I think this goes, yeah, go
3: ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I actually, um, could it be an issue of control?
0: Yeah, well, see, look, this is, and this is what I was going to say, okay? And and remember, I said I had two issues with superstitions. Hmm. This is my second problem. I believe that superstitions are a practice that forms you to see the spiritual world as a transactional world. In other words, if I do not do this, then I won't receive that. If I knock on wood, I'm going to, you know, whatever we're thinking of is going to yeah. happen. Here, let me, and, and let me, let me finish this, uh, uh, uh Martin. And no, because I, so, I got
3: something that I think is going to give power to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and so, but but let me say this. And I feel that that's going to bleed into the way you see God. And then you see God all of a sudden and you say, oh, you know what? If I give him this, he will do this for me. You know, if I pray so many times, this is my concern also with certain uh, Catholic traditions, right? Where you have to pray so many prayers to get rid of this or get rid of that or for, forgive, uh, receive forgiveness.
3: Or you have to carry a, rose, a rosary. Yes. or You, you know. know
0: what that is, man? That's transactional. And that's about the same thing as a superstition. And transactions do not exist in in the Bible in the way God works. They don't. That's not the way God works. I, sorry, Martin. I don't want to cut your no, 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 no.
3: I, I, okay, I just want to piggyback off the what you said. I, I read this. This is uh, this is uh, an. Um, uh, by the way, by the
0: way, we got we got to get into Halloween, man. We got to get into know, Halloween. We haven't
3: oh, even that yet. <laughs> um, This there's a title of, a, of an article said the allure of the allure of illusion. There's a reason why believers can have a tendency towards superstition. The Christian life is often difficult and complex. Superstition boils down to the complexity to a simple input output equation. If I do my devotionals, I'll have a good day. Remember, think about some of these things. You know, if I if I have a rosary for our our Catholic friends, I don't know if there's any if I do a rosary, if I put it in my rearview mirror, I won't crash my car. I know Greeks who put dollar bills inside their cars as a superstition. That way their cars are protected. Superstitions also give us an illusion of control. The world can be a terrifying place full of awful days and car accidents. And God hasn't promised to spare us from those things. So instead of, instead we turn to behaviors or talismans, we believe to give us protection. As long as we do the right thing, we think we can maintain some control over our lives, regardless of what God plans for us even though the scriptures teach otherwise and with that I, i'm done this i think this article hit that at least that part right on the head yeah, because very i think much for I a certain part it is it is a control issue for it, sure it, it, control for sure. freaks right,
2: right now that you guys were mentioning mentioning like all of the astrology and all those signs and whatnot people read their horoscopes every day if you notice they'll read their horoscope if their horoscope is something good they're going to be looking for that good thing so it's like it doesn't matter that your horoscope said it. It's the fact that you're looking for it. Like sometimes, like what the horoscope said, that's it's com- it's mm. completely it's completely, How about
3: biased. the how about the fortune cookie?
2: Exactly, or the fortune cookie. <laughs> oh, oh t- those cookies are good <laughs> though. lie. Gonna gonna they're good. You <laughs> like we can even go to the psychological aspect of that. Like even just the fortune cookie today, you're gonna make a new friend. So in the back of your head, you have that fortune cookie saying all day. So you're purposely saying like, oh, is this going to be my new friend? Is this going to be my new friend? It's the same thing that happens with horoscope horoscopes that could happen with horoscopes at a psychological level. We read that first thing in the morning. So what am I going to look for throughout the day? What my horoscope told me I was going to have.
1: Sure. Let me me read this quote in in, in ending this real quick. Sure. Uh, It says uh, from Ellen White says the lure by which spiritualism attracts the multitudes is its pretended power to draw aside the veil from the future. God has in His Word opened before us the great events of the future, all that is essential for us to know. But it is Satan's purpose to destroy men's confidence in God, lead them to seek a knowledge of what God has wisely veiled from them, and despise what He has revealed in His Holy Word. I think the key word is the pretended power, mm-hmm. right? So these horoscopes tell you, you know, if you're if you're this sign, this is going to happen. If you're this, the fortune cookies that this is going to happen. It's a pretended power. That's telling you what you want to hear or what you want to know about the future. But God has veiled yeah. that from us. Yeah. Any yeah.
0: Now, now let me say this, just to be clear for everybody that is watching us at this moment or will watch us. No, we're not, we're not in any way trying to be offensive. There may be superstitions you are very close to, but they are superstitions nonetheless. And this is why we're having that conversation. Now I want to present a scenario to you guys. Uh, fine. I am a Christian. I do not fear superstitions. <laughs> so I'm going to go in as uh, Martin said, you know, you know, people who just kind of like break every superstitious rule out there. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa right? I mean, I, like, should you be doing that? How far can I extend this? Can I go in and say something like Halloween, for example, and say, you know what? Look, I don't believe any of this stuff. I don't believe that. I, I shall fear no evil. Therefore, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go dress up and I'm going to go trick or treating. I'm going to go celebrate. Can, can, can I all of a sudden, because of my trust in God, end up making Halloween into an innocent thing?
1: Ooh. Ooh, who's, who's going at this one first
2: this is one, of, this is one of those situations where you have to look at the you kind of have to look at the 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 why of the day and then you th- this is one of those situations where you have to get into history and go back as to when halloween started because mm-hmm. that, that, that's if you <clears throat>
0: can you do that can you do that in uh in like a bullet point format one two and three
1: genetic fallacy well, I gotta
0: no see. well well you know that's interesting okay fine here let, let me do this real quick uh, this kind of came in uh, through Pope in the sixth century seventh century actually mm-hmm. uh, who ended up kind of joining a Celtic celebration
2: that's what it was right yes.
0: and and basically it, uh, the Celtic celebration was, pretty much a celebration of the dead and of the spirits. And if you know anything about, about, uh, Celtic worship, very, very spiritually charged, right. Very spiritually charged, but eventually Rome conquers that area of the world. And in trying to perhaps Christianize, right. That type of celebration, I think November 2nd or November 1st was established as like the day of the saints, November 2nd. Okay. Day of the saints, day of of the martyrs. Right. And in, in, in expecting that, by the way, this is the idea of Hallow's Eve, right? The day before that day of the saints or, or the day of the martyrs. Um, then you join in this celebration where people started bringing in these Celtic you know, practices of bonfires and dressing up and, and expelling spirits or uh, trying to have spirits speak to you. And now you had a weird mix of things. Now, again, I'm trying to go super fast here so we don't spend too much time on the history. Uh, But the problem is that it failed. Right. In in Christianity, it failed because instead of making that more Christian, it ended up becoming a little bit more pagan by definition. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, These celebrations started dealing now with the occult, with speaking to spirits, with trying to communicate or expel them. Um, Eventually, though, uh, this sticks around in Christianity. Protestant uh, movement ends up pushing it away. Right. Because of some of the beliefs. But uh, in the United States, which is kind of eventually becomes the center of Protestantism, we still have Maryland, which was mainly a Catholic colony. And so a lot of these practices still remained. And then when you had Irish immigration come in, more of these practices started getting enforced. And Halloween, Hallows Eve, the day before, right, uh, the celebration of the saints and of the martyrs, uh, you started seeing now once again this idea of the spirits of 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 the occult right spiritualism speaking to the dead etc cetera, et cetera. and even though there have been attempts to make it into more like a family thing have, have you guys gone into a like a party city uh during this time like during the halloween time uh you would think it'd be very friendly but some of those masks man are pretty crazy i know they give my kids a nightmare if they were to see them so in a nutshell right in a nutshell there's the history go for it who's next
3: wait so i i'm I'm, okay
0: can you repeat the question (laughs) no so the question is if if i fear none of these evil things you know what i mean like i I fear no evil and uh you know i don't believe in the superstitions how far can i take that can i eventually go in and say you know what i'm just going to celebrate uh in halloween but you know and to andrew's point genetic fallacy that was what happened before but i don't i don't really believe that right where it came from uh, now it's different for me. It doesn't mean that to me. So I'm just going to go in and celebrate. Can we do that?
3: I think there, I think there are certain presidents that the Bible already places, both in the old and new Testament, where God has called his people to be different. Number one, mm. number two, he calls us to be holy. Number three, he tells us to stay away from it. You know, in Leviticus, he tells them, look, stay away from mediums, stay away from those who consult spirits. You know, um, we see examples all throughout stuff that we already discussed in the New Testament, we see that God says, "Look, I've called you to be a holy people, well, Martin, you know, a royal priesthood." Can I, know, can I push, uh,
1: push back? It's like, what, oh, what,
3: what, 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 I'm
1: not out there, you uh, know, uh, uh, doing all these different things, right? I'm, I'm just, you know, dressing up as, as Superman. I'm not going out there. That's not what it means today. I'm not praising or, or, or going out there and doing these bonfires.
3: Well, it's it's honestly it's okay. Well, then again, you 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 caught me, but then I I still got an answer for you. Go for it. Go for that, <laughs> That's what I like to see that we don't that we need to be very careful not to give the um impression the impression of us doing evil. Mm-hmm. We might not have the intention, but we have an example to set, to set to the world around us, to set to those we might we might approach as a superman as a captain america whatever it is or we don't dr- or or even as some which i saw <laughs> this i saw a few years ago when i went on my one one of the with one of the glow groups right i huh. saw a group dressed as jesus and the disciples nice <laughs> nice wow okay okay but i still think they uh mind you they had halloween uh halloween uh, uh, little baskets with with candy inside candy you know there, there, there's a very fine line but i still again going back to what the bible says for us not to give the illusion of doing mm. evil
2: what's
3: the what's the what's pa- the, pa- the, pa- the pa- candy ne- yes and, 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 evil? oh yeah oh, oh if we if we want to go with candy look i could go into the history of oh, jack-o'-lanterns the history mm. of but that's of not the what it means today apples, though Well, that that okay. Well, if that's the case, if that's the case, if that's not what it means today, we still can't ignore what it still means to others. It's you know know what you know what. Look, let me say something (laughs) to
0: Andrew real quick, who's uh
2: who's who's trying to play a devil advocate
0: advocate of the one who shall not be mentioned here.
1: Uh, Hey hey hey, Don't don't mention don't put me in that pool.
0: (laughs) Look, it's 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 a fascinating question, right? To say, well, look, I mean, is passing out candy all that bad? Well, let me say. No, I don't think passing out candy is all that bad. I gave I gave a a a, a piece of chocolate to my son the other day. That's technically passing out a candy to my son. Right. It it, it didn't
1: have a ghost on it or anything. did It It it
0: didn't have a ghost or anything. Right. Uh, It wasn't
3: October 31st, was it?
0: Well, well, see, this is this is this is where I'm going to. This is where I'm going to. Uh, I've seen people say, oh, dressing up for Halloween is just like when you dress up for a drama at church. Okay, so is dressing up. Uh, uh uh you know imitating a character or something like that is that bad uh, by itself no not necessarily <laughs> but see the problem is the problem is that if we want to disassociate the past then why are we doing it on october 31st i mean why, why are we doing this on 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 may 20th why are we doing this on 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 february 2nd i don't know why see, on
3: that day yeah
0: why on that day and see this is the thing whether we associate it with the past or not, the past is still there with us. You can't get rid of it Mm -hmm. because that date 2000 years ago, by the way, if we go back into history again, why did the Celtic religions worship on that day? Because that was the day for them where it would go from fall to winter. And so they would go from life to death. That Mm -hmm. was their understanding. And so it was on that day. So, so Andrew, Right? this whole thing of you know what we'll, 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 we'll passing out candy or just dressing up as Superman etc yeah but once you combine all those things you know what you're doing you're essentially doing the same thing they were doing back then and that, I don't think you can disassociate it anymore
1: so, so I can't go pass out candies with my friends because because I'm, I'm making bonfire I'm not making bonfires
2: you can go pass out <laughs> road <world> tracks <laughs> see
3: see and so and so then, why why candy? And, why candy why candy why can't you pass out something else like what Jason said you know, why, Captain, why, why Superman? Why don't you dress normal? Right. Why you dress up? Why do you pass out a treat? You know, um, on, well, on that day.
1: Because it's harmless.
3: <laughs> it's,
0: it, you know, and that's interesting. It, the question is whether or not it is harmless, right? Uh, and, and I've heard, by the way, I've heard Adventist, well-known speakers presented as something totally harmless. And I, and I, and I really want to ask the question, If it is harmless, why is it that my son will dress up as a bee for for Halloween when he's five? But once he's 15, he's not going to dress up as a bee. You know, he's not going to dress up as a little cute animal. You know what it does? It opens the door to worse things later on, right? Because this, I think, opens the door to a number of conversations. Horror movies, fright fest at theme parks. Like, literally, and oh by the way when does it happen again it always happens around the time of october 31st fascinating
1: yeah. I, I wanted to read a couple of verses i'm, I'm done playing uh the one that oh. shanavi mentions the advocate
3: of the other
1: yeah The ad- <laughs> there you go we won't give him any power today <laughs> uh, uh yeah psalms 37 1 through 4 you know i think this is, this is an interesting verse that i you know i you know i applied this to to something like halloween right which i thought it was interesting it says Psalm 37, 1 through 4 says, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong For like the grass, they will soon wither like gra- green plants. They will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pastures. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, I think this is interesting because sometimes as, um, you know, as Christians, right, you know, we, 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 we were told by our parents, oh, we can't we can't go celebrate Halloween. We can't go pass out candy. Right. And right here, this verse says, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. You know, so don't be envious of those people who are out there celebrating Halloween. You know, it gives sometimes we're like, man, I'm missing out on so much. Right. But it says here, take delight in the Lord and he will give the desires of your heart. I want to uh, read another uh, verse in First Corinthians 10, 18 to 22. It's actually Paul talking about uh, food sacrificed to idols, but I think it has something that we can tie in here to uh, Halloween. It says, consider the people of Israel. Do not those who eat the sacrifice participate in the altar? Do I mean that food sacrificed to an idol is anything or that an idol is anything? No, but sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons, too. You cannot have both a part in the Lord's table and the table of demons. Are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than him? We can use that same principle, right? You know, right here, say the, the food sacrifice to idols we know is nothing, right? We can say that the costume itself is nothing. Dressing up doesn't really mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. But it says, but do, do I mean that the food sacrifice to an idol is anything? Or that the idol is anything? No. So the the, the costume itself means nothing. It says no. But the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you guys to be participants with demons. So the actual what we're wearing doesn't really mean anything. But what are we participating with, or who are we participating? With? Ephesians and it's, four
2: right. twenty seven, case in point, and give no place to the devil. Mm-hmm. See,
3: there's, that's there's, a, that's
0: it. Yeah, go, go ahead. Mark.
3: No, go no, ahead. I was gonna say, you know, now that uh, both what uh, Jason and what Andrew said, it reminded me of a, a similar situation that happened. Uh, and think about it. I think this is the, a role reversal that had the same outcome, where mm-hmm. God was the one that was upset. Um, the, the, the people of Israel, they had seen Moses go up into the mountain, right? They thought that he wasn't going to come up. So they tell Aaron, make us an idol that we can worship. Okay, they did something with this idol. They said that this idol was the one who brought us out of the land of Egypt. Mm. Now, the idol itself was in representation now of God. Of God. And there's so many things that we can learn with that story, because in that it took the place of the Lord. They went back into idol worship. They didn't think they were doing anything wrong because they were worshiping. They wanted they wanted an image that symbolized God. You know, in our instances, when we look when we look at at, at at something like Halloween, and for Christians to participate in it, for Christians to to wanna um, to say, well, there's nothing wrong with giving out candy. There's nothing wrong with with giving out um, giving out uh, uh, or, or candy, uh, yeah. ca- candy or, or 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 getting into costume. The yeah. fact is is that we are even with our with with that type of attitude. We st- we are still disrespecting and even giving an example that we shouldn't give. You know, it's it's like worshiping an idol that we think that you know what this is the idol that took us out of Egypt. This is the idol that represents the Lord, when in fact it doesn't. You know, the, I don't think there's nothing in the celebration of Halloween that can glorify God.
1: So, so you can't you can't reclaim it. What about harvest festivals?
3: Ooh, uh, do we want to go? Do we want to go there? <laughs> Are we going to harvest festivals? <laughs> well,
0: no. Well, look, see, see that, and that, and that opens up another another uh, interesting comment here with the harvest festival. Let me let me first say that I, I do think that as Christians to try to be associated with uh, with with anything that has to deal with the occult, with death, with uh, darkness, etc. Uh, there's a reason why horror movies come out during that time. Right. And they're very popular during that time. There's a reason why your favorite theme park is going to have some celebration to scare you to death, if possible. Right. Uh, yeah. As we've seen some examples in the past. Um there, there's a reason all of that comes together. And I don't, I, I just, I, perhaps it's hard to articulate as to why a Christian should not. And we can talk about the example, right? We can talk, but I think, um, uh, Jason's verse, right. Ephesians 4, 27, don't give place to the devil. Now, see, We just, we just finished establishing that the spirit world is real and we just finished establishing that there are demons out there. By the way, these demons are actively trying to make your life horrible, miserable, trying to make you uh go away from god this is why paul says look our battle is against these things not with them Mm -hmm. why in the world would we as christians then say you know what i'm just gonna make this into something innocent when there is an actual raging battle going on all around me on these things like like literally do i ignore that completely because i think to enter into these things you literally have to say now that that's not really going on right That's, that's not really happening and once, actually- once you
1: enter into that realm, knowing that this is a spiritual warfare or as that as your foundation, all of a sudden everything changes, right? We just think about the outward, what we're dressing up, the candy, the things that we're doing, right? When we bring it into a spiritual warfare as our foundation, right? Uh, uh, Ephesians 6, right? For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts, wickedness in heavenly places. And then when it says... Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand uh, in the evil day. Now, when we go to the, further into those verses, the armor of God is not something physical. He's not going to say, oh, go take a sword, go get a physical shield. What does he say? All these things that, are the, that make up the armor the of God spiritual. are spiritual things. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about it being a spiritual warfare, we have to realize that they ha- this has to do with our hearts and our minds. So when we think about should we go out there trick-or-treating, should we do all these different things? It shouldn't be uh, only, oh, well, it's only the outward. Oh, I'm just passing out candy. I'm just doing all these different things. Well, what is going on spiritually in our minds and our heart? What level does that take us to?
0: Andrew, you know what? For sure. I will say this. And I I don't I don't think anybody will move me from this position. And I'd like to see somebody argue against that. I don't see how this holiday at all. October 31st, Halloween. I don't see any way whatsoever it glorifies God in any way whatsoever. I say that twice for effect, okay? I just don't see it. I, I don't I don't see how it has anything to do with God. And so then you wonder, I, look, we have arguments about Christmas, but, but you can make an argument in favor of Christmas and glorifying God. Thanksgiving in favor of Christmas glorifying God. July 4th we get as a holiday, but it's not reverenced in relation to the spiritual right world as mm-hmm. Halloween is, as Christmas, for example, is etc. So I, I just don't see it. I don't see it at all on, on how it relates. And and I and I want to throw this at you guys as well because I think it's important, especially for a lot of the people that watch us, because a lot of people may not celebrate Halloween, but they do love watching horror movies. Okay. They love watching horror movies. And so I want to know what you guys think about horror movies as well. Okay, but before uh, that
3: Jason's been trying to say something there's
2: a text <laughs> <wanted> to read. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah five twenty and It's a warning, but it really, it just, if this text doesn't like in regards to Halloween, if it doesn't like make you think twice about it, go back and reread it, please. Isaiah 520, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, Mm -hmm. who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Why are you going to? Why are you going to call what's evil, good. And what's good, evil, you know,
3: you know, why thing- confuse
2: it? Why confuse it? Exactly. Why, why, why confuse it? Why, try, why try to, why try to even explain something that has such a, I guess you could say a diabol in, in, in what we're Church. talking about a diabolical background. Why are you even going to try to make a case for it being something good or even yeah. slightly good?
0: Ma- think, Martin is going to make that case right now, Martin. No,
3: no, no. Uh, I, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to connect it. Um, <laughs> but by, by the text that, that Jason read and, and honestly, by what you just mentioned, Mitch, um, what we can see is number one, the superstitions have influenced our both our, our spirit mm-hmm. and our mind so much so that we can't differentiate one between the other until we're shown. So mm-hmm. we're shown what's right and what's wrong, what's light and what's darkness. Um, Philippians 4 4 7 to 9. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing fix your thoughts on all that is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think of these things that are excellent and praiseworthy keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from me, everything you have heard from me and saw me do, then God, the God of peace will be with you Mm. to answer the question with those texts. And what you guys just mentioned for the Christian that watches horror, horror movies. I was that Christian that used to watch horror movies. Mm. Now this was a fear that I had growing up. And so I had an aunt who sat me down on Friday the 13th. Oh, nice. All right. And, like many many channels, they give marathons, right, right. either on Friday the thirteenth or even on Halloween thirty on on, on 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 uh Halloween uh on Halloween day they give marathons of horror movies and I was terrified of all of them, and my aunt says, you know what? These are wrong. Well, number one, these are fake. Number two, you shouldn't be afraid of them. And number three, God is more is more real than them. So you know what she had me do? She sat me down, and I watched you name it nightmare on elm streets uh, friday the 13th hellraiser mm. i think at some point even like the exorcist i don't know how many by the time i was maybe down to the 5th or 6th movie i saw some of the most grotesque and i was laughing wow. now yeah. that led me to look at any anything in the horror genre as something it's like you know what as a christian i could watch that but the more I understood what God wanted for me, the more I understood what the Bible says that we as Christians, how everything we need to do with the verses that I just I just read, for example, everything we need to do has to be praiseworthy. Everything that we need that that we must see that we must fix our thoughts on, were true, honorable, right, pure, you know, lovely. Mm-hmm. Little by little, I started leaving those things. Little by little,
2: I, I like that you said that how you were watching the most grotesque things and then you would laugh. That's something that's always been so like so stand out to me with horror movies and people that specifically watch those it desensitizes you to violence it desensitizes you to being a human to feeling compassion for others Mm -hmm. while the bible is teaching us completely the opposite it's telling us to be kind to be loving to be compassionate but the more you soak in that stuff the more it's gonna it's gonna it
3: draws you in it draws you in exactly you know um and 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 something that jason just said is actually very true you know that um uh, when you when for example um and this i think could be applied in any in any in anything that that we know that is is well you know contrary to the word of god if we're going to be completely honest sure. you know um you might start with seeing a horror movie here and there but the more you start the more you watch and then not just the more you watch but the level of horror just grows bigger and bigger and bigger. Why? Because your brain does get used to it. So there are there are people, for example, that that um start to dabble in in uh in uh, in in um witchcraft mm. you know where does that start it starts in insignificant things sometimes in movies sometimes in cartoons and then little by little <laughs> it goes into that direction it begins to you you lose that fear of that you know um and
0: you, you know what Martin but let, let me say yeah. I think it it it, it, it def- what we can definitely say is it won't have a positive effect no matter what mm-hmm. right because either it's going to desensitize you from the things that you probably should be afraid of right mm-hmm. I'm not going to mess around with the spirit with it with evil spirits and stuff like that you become desensitized to it or you end up actually getting involved in it but you know what never ends up happening let's just put it out there when what never ends up happening after you watching a horror movie is actually getting closer to God doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. See, I would even, I would even argue. I would even argue that even your superhero movies at least give you some type of weird good versus evil type of thing and good wins. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you get any of that in horror movies. Cause if you guys look, I, I haven't watched half of the movies you mentioned. I've stayed away from them, but you know, every once in a while, there's been one that's crossed my, my eyes and I'm gonna tell you almost always the movie ends telling you that that evil spirit or that evil thing that was going on it's is still, not quite dead. It's still yep. there, yep. right? Yep. And so it's never this whole thing of like good wins and evil loses. Uh, because I was reading this article on actually Christian filmmakers who do horror and their whole thing is to represent, <laughs> right? That, the, that there's an actual evil spirit world out there trying to get to you and trying to do these things. And yet I would say, well, does does good win at the end or does evil still stay alive? Because that immediately clashes with the story of scripture, which is that God Mm -hmm. always wins, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying go find the horror movie where good wins and and evil loses. What I'm saying is that I just don't see a net positive in any watching of that. And then on the fact that you're going to see violence, you're going to see gore, you're going to see death in horror movies, generally speaking. So
2: you, you know what's yeah, crazy? Um, I just find it, I, I find it like we're talking about this, but what's crazy is that it was a horror movie—not no, a horror movie. It, it was it was, a, it, was a, it was a scary movie that got me and my roommates to stop watching
3: horror, horror movies. To really, we <laughs> it scared and, you oh, enough that you said no, <laughs> it scared <no."
2: laughs> us enough that we were like, "Okay, dude, when we know that the Bible has taught us not to do everything that's taught us not to do is in that movie." And ever since then, you guys—you know you you guys know them. You guys know them. They were my roommates. We decided, you know what? That's it. We're not, we're not, we're not. I hope I maybe one of them is watching right now. And if you are, co- go ahead and comment and put yes. No, or... He probably won't comment, man. He probably won't comment.
1: It's it, Master it, Chief, bro. Master it's Chief's going to comment. <laughs> but talking
2: about the comics, I actually wanted to go back to one of the comments in the in, in the chat sure. by Maria Elena, She says, What about Latin America, Dia de los Muertos, honoring death? Short story. The dead know nothing. If you go to Mexico, the reason they put those shrines, the reason they put the bread, the reason they put their favorite food is because it is thought that their spirit comes back on that day, that their spirit is roaming the earth. So they come back to it so they could spend time with the family.
3: The veil between the dead and the living.
2: Exactly. The veil. The veil is broken. The dead know nothing. Their spirit goes back to God. That's it. Well, There's no roaming around.
0: Right. but, But Jason, this is the problem with bad theology. Mm -hmm. right let's be honest this is the issue with bad theology Mm -hmm. when you start from a from a from a a very a truly biblical position and all due respect to anybody who may be watching and doesn't quite believe what Seventh day adventists believe i know they call it soul sleep right and that that's the term that many many non-adventists use to describe no it's more than soul sleep what we say literally is that when you die you know nothing that's it okay we talk about sleep because that's the language that scripture uses, but it isn't that you are asleep. It isn't even that you're asleep. It's literally your life ceases at that moment, mm-hmm. right? Until God resurrects you. Bad theology. Because if Jesus I himself says believe, it. <laughs> yeah, Jesus himself says absolutely. Because if I if I truly believe that the spirit continues to live, I open the door to these beliefs, right? I open the door to believing that Dia de los Muertos is something that I should be doing. Because honestly, if I, from the bottom of my heart, believe that that my dead relative is out there, why wouldn't I close the door to trying to contact him? I would open that door. Mm. I love this person. I I, I want you know, um, your wife dies. You love your wife. Wouldn't you try to contact if the spirit continues living? Bad theology. Because if mm. it was good theology, you'd say, you know what? They are actually R.I.P., right? Resting in peace. That's it. They know nothing till the day of resurrection. And now there's no way, I'm telling you guys, there's no way I could celebrate Dia de los Muertos because I know that the dead don't live. It mm-hmm. makes no sense to worship that unless you have incorrect theology, if I can put it that way.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, think I think that. to...
1: And, and, well, I don't know if we're going to end this part, but uh, going back to the horror. horror.
0: We're going to we're, we're going to
1: end the conversation, bro. OK, <laughs> we're, well, we're in sec, done, but go for it's, it. Yeah. It's a
0: good
3: second thing that we're going to have a, a second
1: part. You know. Part. <laughs> <For> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> I told you guys in, in Second Corinthians seven one, it says, therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Right. Again, going back to the spiritual warfare, perfecting body and spirit, right? Which is a uh, huge to what we're talking about. And uh, the, the whole horror movies, you know, the, the, the verse that always comes to my mind is, you know, from the abundance of the heart speaks the mouth, right? The more, the more that comes in, the more either you're going to get desensitized or I was hearing the sermon by uh, uh, Eric Walsh, where he was talking about uh, that he went to go, uh, that uh, someone called him and told him as a pastor to come that 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 there things were moving in the house by themselves rearranging themselves and it, it was just so happened that it was two of the two of the teens in that house they sat them down well, what happens that they watch horror movies it's like what we we're talking about that's all they do just spend their time in watching horror movies and if we think that we can just consume this stuff and have no side effects to this that we're we're playing with fire yeah whether we become desensitized to it or. Or whatever side you want to take to it, you know. Andrew, Andrew, oh.
0: let me, let me, let me, let me share this with you guys, because actually, I'm, I'm, uh, you guys know that I'm, I'm uh, trying to get some credits to get a master's of divinity equivalency, um, and uh, one of the classes that we're talking about is Christianity and culture. Uh, but one of the authors that we've been reading makes a very, very strong argument that all practices are formative, and what that means is that the things that we do actually end up forming our heart. In one Mm -hmm. way or another Mm -hmm. right and so you know what do we say right we say if you want to get closer to god if you want to have a better relationship with god you should pray you should read the bible right you should go to church you should be in communion with your brothers and sisters you should uh be uh, uh in service to others uh these are things that we do and the idea is that these things are actually going to help us form our hearts towards god uh the same thing can be said with things that are on the other side right um it, it, we we look at these things. By the way, again, we recognize that the evil spirit world exists, right? But the moment that look, I don't think I don't think God came up with a horror movie. Uh, I'm looking at the Bible stories that Jesus taught us, and they're not horror movies. And in fact, any time, because for the record, the Witch of Endor, just the phrase freaks me out, man. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like that just sounds scary, right? The Witch of Endor. We'll we'll be talking about that a little bit more in two weeks, I think. Um, but, but even like, even the stories where you see the spirit world, there is a very clear distinction between what is right and what is wrong. But when we start doing all these things, like, for example, we go to Knott's Berry Farm and go, I, what is a, what is a, uh, uh Halloween festival they have there? Um, uh, not scary farm, not scary farm, not scary farm, not yeah, not yeah. scary farm, right? Uh, what what is it at Six Flags? Is it is it fright fest or horror, uh, horror fest or something? Like that? Horror fest, oh, yeah, fright, okay. fest, fright, fest. Right.
3: fright fright fest, fright fest, yeah. Horror Nights is in, is in uh, Universal Studios, is Universal Horror Studios, fest. yeah. Got
0: it, okay. And so you you know you go to these things and you're out there going into these haunted houses to be scared. Like bro, what do you, like like what's up with that man? Like what, what is it that you're seeking for in trying to be scared? Like the one thing that the Bible tells you you shouldn't feel, you're searching for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah what is that tell it's, it's an, an
1: adrenaline it,
0: the,
1: I, I, I was talking i was talking to you guys before <laughs> I, I remember I, I you know i shared with you guys that i actually went went I've to a couple of those I'm, I'm exposing myself as a sda right christian i actually went with uh to uh, some of these and yeah it's, it's, it's the adrenaline <gasps> oh, it the that feel, feel? That feeling, you know I, the, the funny thing is that you guys are talking about horror movies and i can't relate because i I don't watch a horror movie to save my life, but I liked going to those fright fest. Maybe, maybe it was, it was some kind you know, yeah, something man. similar, the adrenaline of like, Oh man, getting scared. It was just, it, it was fun, you know, and I enjoyed it, you know, but when you truly see what's what's behind it, right. Like what we're seeing here in these verses,
3: you know, what? Yeah, what comes you know, mine is, uh, um, Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Um, I was just
0: going to say that you could get adrenaline, by the way on the other side too, on the good side, on the positive side. Because if you've ever seen somebody give their life to Jesus, man, after you've been working, after you've been, you know, trying to get them the message, there is a over. shot of adrenaline that goes up as well. But you know what? That takes work. And that, that's, you know, that's about faith and spirituality and uh, it's easier to get scared. <laughs> like, I mean, even that
2: even with that, like, I don't know about you guys, but even till this day, I see people get baptized or know of someone that got baptized and it oh, makes yeah. me fear. Because it remembers mm. me how I felt that day. So I'm like, I could only sure. imagine how they're feeling right now.
3: Um, a, a verse that came to mind in Second Corinthians 10, uh, 10 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Mm. You know, um, any Christian that, that wants to continue going, well, you, you really gotta be honest can you really call yourself a Christian and still watch horror movies? Can you really call yourself a Christian and go to and search out things with the dark? You know, I mean, I don't think there's anything in that in just the uh, de los of muertos or, 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 um, or Halloween that can glorify God. And if you put it straight against what we know that the Bible says, I think it's an automatic disqualification. Like that doesn't fall that, that won't, mm-hmm. you won't find an argument for it. Exactly. You know, um, it has to build us to draw closer, to God, just like how Mitch said. Yeah. For
1: sure. I had a quote, Guys, a quote yeah. to that to piggyback off that. Yeah. Yeah. A great controversy says, and this is back to the horror movies, back to uh, you know the theme parks, everything. It says none are in greater danger from the influence of evil spirits than those who, notwithstanding the direct and ample testimony of the scriptures, deny the existence. And the agency of the devil and his angels, so long as we are ignorant of their wiles, they have almost inconceivable advantage. We think that denying the evil spirits is just like, oh, you know, blatantly what do you call uh, uh, denying them. We can deny them with our actions, just like you said. We become desensitized when we go to these theme parks, when we go to uh, watch these horror movies, right? We deny them in the same in the sense of saying, Oh, I can go to these theme parks or watch these movies, it's not that big of a deal, right? That's what we're what we're saying. When we, you know, and, and right here is saying that we're in the gr- greatest danger when we when we're in denial in that sense. Right. Because that's yeah. what, we're, what we're really saying, that if I go to the theme park or watch these horror movies, it's really not that big of a deal. What we're, do- what we're really doing is giving power to Satan because we're, we're denying the the, the the evil agency and the power that the, the devil really has over us when we enter into that sphere.
3: For sure. You know, the, one, sure. you know the one thing that we haven't mentioned is that as much as there are people that say yes, right? Yes, that there is no problem. Yes, that you shouldn't. There Mm -hmm. are testimonials of people who have been uh, uh, soothsayers, uh, uh, mediums, psychics, devil worshipers, Mm possessed. They are people that that are telling Christians, this is real. I lived it. This is real. I survived it. This is real. The Lord saved me through it. And we still go after that. what what does that say about us? Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know what? I, at the end, I think it's what Andrew is saying. There is a denial, right? There's a denial. And this is why we started talking about the spirit world and innocently, perhaps with superstitions. But we get to this point because I think that for you to truly participate of these things that are many of our young people, by the way, I'm I'll speak from the heart right here, man. I, it is, it is sad to see during Halloween time, how many of our young people young christian baptized given up to jesus people right
2: Sometimes
0: yeah yeah part participating of these events and it and it saddens me because i'm like so have we ignored everything that that the bible has told us are we literally in denial that there is no battle being waged over mm-hmm. over spiritual forces right uh, and and i i don't think there's any way around that now you know, guys. Yeah, go
3: ahead, go oh, ahead, Martin. Yeah. No, no. Uh, uh, I guess uh, I was I was kind of glancing on, on what Sister White writes, right, about about superstitions and all that. And I came I came through a quote that it's is actually in, uh, volume six, page three twenty three of Counsels to the Church. It says the experience of past of the past will repeat itself. You know, we see the same thing happening over and over, right? Our parents saw it, great great grandparents saw it. They saw it in their countries. We're seeing it in ours. It says Satan's superstitions will assume new forms. Errors will be presented in a pleasing and flattering manner. False theories, clothes with garments of light, will be presented to God's people. Thus, Satan will try to deceive, if possible, the very elect. Most seducing influences will be exerted. Minds will be hypnotized. You know, I think it's something that we must pay attention. That the devils, the devils, uh, presents two facets. It, it presents the, the the nice, but it's still yeah. the devil. Sure. And presents the other, the one that we sure. don't see, the one that we watch in horror, right? The one sure. that we are t- terrified about, you know. But the fact is, is that the devil is trying to um, draw us closer to him and draw us far away from God. Absolutely. And if we begin to uh, expose ourselves or 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 get involved in the and these and these not just not just Halloween, but anything from the something as simple as a superstition. To something as drastic as occult worship, we will we we will sooner or later find ourselves in a position where only the power of the living God can save us. Exactly.
1: What is that part about the light saying? That part that you read in that quote? That's oh, our so um,
3: false theories clothed clothed with garments. Oh man, of light.
1: clothed in garments of light. What are we talking about? Halloween, the harvest festival, clothed in garments of light. Right, the harvest festival is... In some ways, it's clothed in a garment of light. We're not actually celebrating Halloween. We're having a harvest festival. That's a, you Clothed know that's in a garment it, of light.
0: It, yeah, it's interesting that you bring a harvest festival because we mentioned it, but we kind of just glanced over it. Yeah, uh, and, and someone I, and actually know,
3: mentioned, mentioned something yeah, on, on the, the comments. The pumpkin that, patch, that say, yeah. It's, no, no, it's, though, it, they said they just wrote a trunk, trunk or treat. Oh, a trunk or a a treat, yeah, trunk or treat as well.
0: Many churches doing that as well. Um, You know, look, we have to recognize something, that there is such a thing as a harvest, right? Uh, we do not live in an agricultural society, but historically, this was the time, right? Uh, that you would have uh, New York, uh, upstate oh, New York. York right, right. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Farmers. You know, but but, but, oh, sorry, but for most of us, right? Even, even, in, yeah, even yeah. In, uh, in, our, in the agriculture areas of our world, agriculture is year round, right? It wasn't like it was back then where you were subject to the rain. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the light and the weather. And therefore, harvest was pretty much always around the same time. And so harvest in and of itself was not bad. And in fact, if you look at Judaism itself, uh, there were festivals around the sanctuary that dealt directly with the harvest. Yeah. So harvest festival, in my opinion, is not a bad thing. The problem is, and this is where we let our guard down, right? We'll say something like, oh, not a bad thing. But we allow certain practices to seep into these because we have let our guard down. And look, I'm not going to honestly, personally, I'm not going to go in and and look at someone who truly celebrates the harvest. But I don't know anybody who truly celebrates the harvest anymore. Right. Uh, Harvest festivals now and and not, not all. I can't say all of them. But in a good majority of them, like the trunk or tree one, right? It's like, hey, let's just provide an alternative that looks very similar to the actual one. But it's it's an alternative that we're trying to just kind of, again, Christianize. And I just want to say the garment of light, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Historically, it hasn't worked. It has not worked because that's what the Pope tried to do in the sixth century and still evil ended up going into these celebrations. Mm-hmm. They tried doing that in the 1800s in the United States, and still we're looking at the monsters and the grotesque and the horror and all those things. So at the end, you know, uh, with with horror, and in fact, I think it's a good place to uh, to end with the harvest, not horror, uh, because what we're gonna be talking about next, next time we meet in two weeks, God willing, is going to be about that idea of stuff being cloaked in garments of light, right? deceiving things because we're going to be talking about magic and uh, you know magic shows and and whether or not there's such a thing as good magic bad magic is there can can magic have an effect on our lives we're going to be looking at all those things Mm -hmm. so this conversation continues but we do gotta wrap it up guys so here we go super quick what advice you give to young people uh, around this time of the year on a friday the 13th what advice would you give them to stay away from these things get closer to god in one sentence andrew go
1: all right. Two quick verses. First Peter two say, no, I said
0: one sentence, one verse,
1: <laughs> one verse, one, one verse. verse. Oh, one man. Verse. All right. One, All right. God, Galatians 5. Th- one. Hey, Galatians five you know thirteen. Hey,
0: choose one and text me the other one. I'll read it. Okay. All right. Go for it. Go for it.
1: Galatians 5.13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, right? If We're divided on this, you know, oh, maybe, you know, uh, I can go to harvest festivals or maybe I should. It's a, it's a thought of conscience, right? Right here is saying, you know, uh, you were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh, yeah. rather serve one another humbly, right? You know, if we know that there's a possibility that doing these harvest festivals or doing whatever, you know, whatever it is that we're going to do, watch horror movies or do these things, mm-hmm. you know, that it could possibly be wrong. You know, why are we going to indulge these things? Sure. Why are we going to sure. feed the flesh, right? Instead of feeding to the spirit, right? Which gives sure. life. So that's, that's, that's what I'll, I'll leave off.
0: We'll, we'll take that as one sentence, brother. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a run-on sentence. That's all it was. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was fragmented. It was a fragment.
0: <laughs> fragment it's fragmented. Yeah. <laughs> Martin, what's up? What, what, what would you tell a young person?
3: Um, in celebrating or in participating, are you... Are you uh, what is it? Uh, are you satisfying your own desires, or are you disf- satisfying the desires of God? That'd be the only question.
0: Yeah, for sure. Great question. Great questions, Jason.
2: Being that it's Friday the 13th, being that superstition is all around this day, I would just tell them my God is greater than any superstition you could throw at me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. For whatever reason, I really thought you were going to say, what would Jesus do? But, <laughs> but you know, that's, that's just going to be a joke. Never it'll never, it'll never, never get old, man. I've
2: saying that for so long.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it, it is what it is. Now, you know what? Look, I, I would also read one verse, and, and I remind you guys what? Well, the one I uh, texted you? No, no. You, I, if you did, I didn't get it, bro. I didn't get it. But no, this is John 1, speaking about Jesus. Verse 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Darkness will not comprehend the light, and therefore, I right. rather stick with the light than be confused in darkness. Anyways, uh, I, look, we this conversation kind of continues in two weeks. In two weeks, and again, we want to thank everybody it's that's really joined us. More intense, week. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Lucelli said happy Sabbath. Uh, we have we had Lydia also say happy Sabbath at the very end. Uh, we want to thank all the comments. Uh, my mother-in-law said happy Sabbath as well. Maria Ramirez. Um, and I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss anybody else because I think we recognize- Just in general, we
2: today. really appreciate that being a Friday night, you guys really took the time to, to to spend time with us to see what Absolutely. we can talk about. We really Absolutely,
0: no. Guys. Now I'm going to ask you guys all a favor, okay? Because I, we know how many people have been watching. We also know how many subscribers we have. We need you to subscribe, not because we want <laughs> views, but I'm going to tell you, it's actually notifications. Yes, it's the easiest way to get notified that we're going live. We're going to be posting stuff on Instagram on our off week. So you'll be seeing that uh, you'll be seeing more content also on the YouTube channel. you can see our par- prior conversations there. So if you haven't subscribed, subscribe again. It, it, honestly, we're not even doing these conversations so we can get blown up. We're trying to do these conversations because we enjoy them and we think that they're beneficial to you. Uh, Because this is the way that we learn from each other. And uh, you may not know this, but whenever we plan for these, we actually have a conversation prior to this
2: one.
3: Uh (laughs) So we go
0: off on tangents, just exploring all these different things, looking at Bible text, Spirit of Prophecy. um, And and honestly, what we want to do is just be able to grow with you towards Christ be more like Christ, get closer to Christ. So, you know, uh, we hope that this was a blessing. We know it was a little long. This is why we do it on Friday. You know, you're not doing anything on Friday anyways, right? (laughs) Right. I know none of you are doing anything on Fridays. So we hope that you'll be able to join us in two weeks, which is the day after Thanksgiving, guys, right? The day after Thanksgiving, we're going to be uh, getting together. Uh, Hopefully you won't be Black Friday shopping. Instead, you will have like a white Friday No, never mind I guess I'm resting <laughs> hey, resting hey, and enjoying the you, sabbath
3: day exactly there
1: you hey, go hey you know you know what i'm feeling right now i'm feeling a giveaway, Give ne- a ne- giveaway. next, ne- next oh, week we're going to do a, a shirt giveaway whoever types in the comments you know uh where where they li- where they reside where they you live know, and whoever, you know and whoever lives
2: you know what a, huh? how about we do this we put the challenge midweek on our instagram to see who's really Who's really paying attention?
1: Paying bro, attention. Hey, bro. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be embarrassed. What if no, no, no one comments? <laughs> well, we won't know. Nobody will know. Only us. Okay. We'll the ones embarrassed. All right. right there we, we go. There we go. Look for the challenge. Right. We're gonna do a giveaway. Right. Uh. Look. Uh, check out our Instagram. Spread the word. We're gonna be doing a giveaway.
2: We already oh, done. So- We've already done three. We've done three officially.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and my my wife says just straight out, she said Victorville. So I think (laughs) you owe something now. Just the way you painted it. By the way, uh, uh, Jaylene says that she is the first subscriber. That's actually not true. I was the first subscriber to this own channel. Uh, Yeah. So I, I don't know. But you know what I mean? We get it. We get it. I understand. We don't count. We don't count. But anyways, you got Victorville, you got Adelanto, you got El Centro, people coming in. We got New York midnight in New York, almost midnight in New York, brother. You are almost done with Friday the 13th. Okay. You don't have, you don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm kidding.
2: Anyways. And uh, since we're we on YouTube, hit that like, hit that
1: hey, like Hey, they're, they're, they're saying,
2: Subscribe oh, come on. Hit that little bell icon so you can get notified. Yeah, next I think, I think we should make a disclaimer
3: videos. that, that, that family, family, immediate family of those who are part of the keep common advent on team do not qualify for the okay there
1: we go you know for, oh, the- so do not for, qualify
3: for, for the
0: giveaway but you for know what so i apologize I, to angie
3: because I, I know she's watching
0: no that's fine i've i've been i've been married for so many years with angie uh i'll make sure that she gets a shirt or something because because i, I got to give her the giveaway man uh, happy wife happy life you know how that goes uh, so anyways um we we are going to wrap it up um again thank you for everybody that's joined us uh Andrew, will you lead us in a final word of prayer, please?
1: Yes. Let's, uh, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, um, we come before you once again, Lord, as your children through this conversation. Lord, thanking you for allowing us to just uh, be able to express uh, our uh, our different, different views on this topic, Lord. And just as uh, Martin said in enter- his entering prayer, Lord, hopefully it was not any of our opinions, but hopefully it was a, a, a Bible based, Lord. Uh, that everything that we said uh, hopefully glorified you, Lord, and that uh, ultimately we're all trying to figure this out together, Lord, as we are uh, trying to sanctify ourselves or become your, your holy people, Lord, uh, um, fit for heaven, Lord. We just want to continue on this journey uh, with you. And Lord, uh, I just want to ask uh, in closing, Lord, that you may be able to continue to reach people through this channel. Uh, Lord, that um, they may spread the word, Lord. And ultimately, we may be able to just affect one person, if possible, Lord, for your kingdom. We thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. Thank you for your Sabbath that, that we're able to enter in tonight. Uh, we ask a blessing on everyone. And please stay with us now. In my prayer. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. And again, we want to thank you for uh, joining us uh, on a Friday night. We know it was a change. Hopefully, it was a positive change. Um, we want to make sure that all of you will be aware when we're going to be having our next conversation. And you know, I, we know sometimes these conversations go long. Grab some popcorn, sit down. You know, just absorb as much as you can. Because uh, honestly, half of the times we don't even remember what we talk about after like thirty minutes. But but you know, we hope that you will. And ultimately, we hope it's a blessing. Yeah, Andrew.
1: No, no just last thought once again. Look this week, Instagram challenge, get a free shirt. Not can't be a family member. Well, check us. Keep keep in touch and spread the word.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, with that being said, as you guys all know, uh, in this crazy world, on a Friday the thirteenth, as we get closer to the end of the year, we don't even know who president is, right? I, I, or maybe we do. We, I, I mean, I think, I think we do, but nobody ever wants to like actually just put it out there. Right?
1: Hey, hey much, my president many, is Jesus.
0: Too too many legal battles. <laughs> too too much confusion out there. It's just all crazy. But you know what? We know you got to do five. You got to do one thing in five words, right? You got to keep calm and Advent on. You know that's what we're about. We hope that you're going to be blessed. We hope you have a happy, Sabbath.